A long time ago, King David spoke about the Messiah in this way. I saw the Lord near me all the time. He is next to me, on my right side, so nothing will cause me trouble. Because of this, I am very happy, and I will praise you, God. I am human and one day I will die, but I know that you will help me while I live. When I die, you will not leave me in the place for dead people. You will not let anything destroy the body of your Holy One. You have shown me the paths that lead to life with you. I will be completely happy because you will be with me forever. Peter then said, Friends, people of Israel, I must speak clearly to you about our ancestor, King David. He died and people buried his body in the ground. You can still see the place where people buried him. He was a prophet. He knew what God had promised him very strongly. He knew that a special man from his family would be king of God's people one day. David understood what God would do in future days. He did not speak about himself, but he spoke about this special man, the Messiah. He said that God would cause this man to become alive again after his death. God would not let him remain in the place for dead people. Nothing would destroy his body. This man that David talked about is Jesus. After his death, God caused him to become alive again. We ourselves saw this happen. All of us saw it. God took Jesus back up to heaven. He has made Jesus sit at his right side, the most important place. Jesus received the Holy Spirit from his Father God, so that he could give the Spirit to us. This is what God had promised to do. God has poured his Holy Spirit on us. Now you are seeing and hearing the result of this. King David himself did not go up into heaven like Jesus did. But David said. The Lord God said to my Lord. Sit at my right side until I beat your enemies completely. Then you will be able to put your feet on them. So, all you people of Israel must be sure to know this, it is this same Jesus that God chose as his special person, the Messiah. God has made him to be our Lord. But you fixed him to a cross and you killed him. The people heard what Peter said to them. They were very upset. So they said to Peter and the other apostles, Friends, tell us what we should do. Peter said to them, Each of you must stop doing wrong things. You must change how you live. If you believe in Jesus Christ, then we will baptize you. God will forgive you for the wrong things that you have done. Then you will receive the Holy Spirit, who is God's gift to you. God has promised to do all this for you and your children. He has also promised this to people who live far away in other places. The Lord our God will do it for all the people that he has called to come to him. Peter also told them many other things. He continued to speak strongly to them. He told them to be careful and he said, People who are alive today do not do what is right. Save yourselves from the punishment that God will send on them. Many of the people who listened to Peter believed his message. So the apostles baptized those people. 
About 3,000 people who now believed in Jesus joined the group that same day. This is how the believers lived. These new believers listened carefully to what the apostles taught them. They joined with everyone else in the group and shared things together. They prayed together, and they ate meals together. The apostles did many miracles which showed that the power of God was with them. As a result, all the people were very surprised and afraid. All the believers continued to meet together often. They shared all their things with each other. They sold some of their own things. Then they gave that money to any other believers who needed it. The whole group of believers met together every day in the yard of God's great house. They shared their food, and they ate meals together in each other's homes. They were very happy, and they were honest with one another. All the time, they praised God. All the other people thought that the believers were good people. Every day, the Lord saved more people so that the group of believers grew bigger. Cornelius asks Peter to come to him. There was a man who lived in Caesarea and his name was Cornelius. He was an officer in the Roman army, a leader of 100 soldiers. His group of soldiers was called the group from Italy. Cornelius was a good man. He and all his family believed in God and they obeyed him. Cornelius prayed to God every day. He also gave money to help poor Jewish people. One afternoon, at about three o'clock, Cornelius had a special dream. He clearly saw one of God's angels. The angel came in and said to him, Cornelius. Cornelius looked at the angel and he was afraid. He asked, Master, why have you come to me? The angel answered, God has heard you when you prayed to him. He knows about all the money that you give to poor people. This makes God very happy, and now he is answering you. You must now send some men to Joppa. They will find a man who is staying there. He is called Simon Peter. Your men must tell him to come here to Caesarea. He is staying at the house of Simon the Tanner. His house is near the sea. Then the angel that spoke to Cornelius went away. Cornelius told two of his servants and a soldier of his group to come to him. The soldier was one of those who worked with Cornelius. He was a good man who obeyed God. Cornelius explained to these three men what the angel had said to him. Then he sent them to Joppa. The next day, at about noon, Cornelius's men were coming near to Joppa. At this time, Peter went up on the roof of the house to pray to God. He became hungry, and he wanted to eat some food. While someone was preparing a meal for him, Peter had a special dream. He saw heaven open above him. Then he saw something like a large piece of cloth. Somebody held it at each of its four corners and let it come down to the ground. Inside the cloth there were many different animals with four legs. There were also wild birds and snakes there inside the cloth. Then Peter heard a voice that said to him, Peter, stand up and kill some of these animals. Then you can cook them and eat the meat. Peter answered, No Lord, I would certainly not do that. 
I have never eaten an animal that our law says is dirty. Then, for the second time, the voice said to Peter, God has made these animals good for people to eat. So, you must not say that it is not right to eat them. All this happened three times. After that, the cloth immediately went back up into heaven. Just then, Cornelius' men arrived there in Joppa. They found Simon's house. When they stopped at the gate of the house, Peter was still thinking about his dream and what it meant. The men shouted out, Is a man called Simon Peter staying here? While Peter was still thinking about his dream, the Holy Spirit said to him, Simon, three men have arrived and they are looking for you. Get up and go downstairs to meet them. I have sent these men to come to you. So, you should go with them. Do not be afraid. Peter went downstairs and he said to the men, I am the person that you are looking for. Why have you come here? The men answered him, The Roman officer who is called Cornelius has sent us to you. He is a good man and he obeys God's law. All the Jewish people respect him. An angel from God told him to send us to you with a message. Then we should bring you to Cornelius' house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter said to the men, Please come into the house and stay here with us tonight. Peter goes to Cornelius's house. The next day, Peter left Joppa to go to Caesarea with Cornelius's men. Some believers who lived in Joppa traveled with them. The next day, Peter arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was ready to meet Peter and the other men. He told his family and his special friends to come to his house. They were all waiting to meet Peter. When Peter arrived at the house, Cornelius went out to meet him. He went down on his knees in front of Peter to worship him. But Peter lifted Cornelius up from the ground, and he said to him, Stand up. I am only a man, like you are. Peter continued to talk to Cornelius and they went into the house. Peter saw that many people had come together there in the house. He said to them, You all know that we Jews do not become friends with Gentiles. Our Jewish laws do not let us visit the homes of Gentiles. But God has now shown me something different. I should not say about anyone that God will not accept them. So when you asked me to come here, I was happy to come. I knew that it was right. So, tell me now, why did you ask me to come? Then Cornelius said, Three days ago, I was in my house at this time of the day. It was three o'clock in the afternoon, and I was praying to God. Suddenly, a man appeared and he stood in front of me. He was wearing bright clothes that shone. The man said to me, Cornelius, you have prayed to God and you have often given money to poor people. Now God wants to answer you. So send some men to Joppa to fetch a man who is called Simon Peter. He is staying there at the house of Simon the Tanner. His house is near the sea. So, I sent some men immediately to bring you here. Thank you that you agreed to come. Now we are all here together, and God is with us. We are ready to listen to your message. Please tell us everything that the Lord God has told you to say. Peter speaks to Cornelius and to his family and friends. Then Peter said to them, 
Now I understand that God accepts all people in the same way. God has shown me that this is true. God accepts all people who worship him and who do the right things. It is not important to God which group a person belongs to. He accepts them all. This is the message that God has sent to the people of Israel. He told us the good news about Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of all people. Because of Jesus, we can now come close to God again. You know about the important things that have happened everywhere in Judea. These things began in Galilee after John spoke, God's message to the people. He baptized those people who believed in God. You know that God chose Jesus to do special work for him. He gave Jesus his Holy Spirit and helped him to do powerful things. Jesus came from the town called Nazareth. He traveled to many places, and he did good things. The devil had power over some people. But Jesus caused all those people to become well again. He could do those powerful things because God was with him. We saw everything that Jesus did in Jerusalem and in all the country of the Jewish people. The leaders in Jerusalem fixed Jesus to a cross and they killed him. But then, three days after that, God caused Jesus to become alive again. God caused him to appear to us. Not all the people saw him. God chose us to be Jesus' apostles and we saw him. Now we are telling people about all these things. We ate and we drank with Jesus after he became alive again. At that time, Jesus said to us, Go and tell people the message about me. Tell them that God has given me authority to judge all people. I will judge those who are now alive. And I will judge those who have died. Then Peter said, All of God's prophets spoke about Jesus as God's Messiah. They said that God would forgive everyone who believes in him. He would forgive them for their sins because of what Jesus, the Messiah, would do. Gentiles receive the Holy Spirit. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit came down on all the people who were listening to his message. The Jewish believers who had come from Joppa with Peter were very surprised. They saw that God had now given his Holy Spirit to people who were not Jews. They heard the new believers speaking in strange languages. They were also praising God. Then Peter said, God has clearly given his Holy Spirit to these people, in the same way that he gave him to us. So we should now baptize them with water. You surely agree that this is the right thing to do. So Peter told the Jewish believers to baptize the new believers. They spoke the name of Jesus Christ when they baptized them. After that, Cornelius asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. Christ has brought Jews and Gentiles together. So, you who were born as Gentiles should remember what you were like before. Jews insulted you because nobody has circumcised you. They themselves are proud that men have circumcised them as God's people. At that time, you did not know about Christ, God's special Messiah. You did not belong to the nation of Israel's people. You did not know about the good things that God had promised to his people. You were living in this world with nothing good to hope for. 
You were living without God's help. You were far away from God. But now, God has brought you near to himself, because you belong to Christ Jesus. That is possible because of Christ's death on the cross as a sacrifice. It is Christ himself who has brought peace between Jews and Gentiles. He has brought those two groups together, to be one group. He has destroyed the things that made them separate. As a result, they are no longer enemies. When his body died on the cross, Christ took away the power of the Jewish laws and rules. In that way, he made the two groups join together as one new group of people. As a result, he caused them to have peace. As a single group, Christ brought Jews and Gentiles back to God. He stopped them from hating each other. He did this by his death on the cross. When Christ came, he told people God's good news about peace. He told that message to you Gentiles, who were far away from God. He also told it to us Jews, who were near to God. Now we all have received the same Holy Spirit, because of what Christ has done for us. As a result, we can all come near to God the Father. So now, you Gentiles are not strangers among God's people anymore. You belong to the group of God's people that he rules. You belong to God's family, as all God's people do. You are like a house that God is building for himself. God's apostles and his prophets are like the foundation under the house. Jesus Christ is like the most important stone in the house. He makes the whole building stand together strongly. In that way, all God's people together become like a special house that belongs to the Lord. Because you belong to Christ, God is building you all together into his house. That is where God lives by his Spirit. How God accepts people is right with himself. But now we can know how to become right with God. God has shown us the way that he will accept people as right with himself. This way is not part of the laws that he gave to Moses. But God's laws and the messages of his prophets have told us about it. God accepts people as right with himself because Jesus Christ did what God wanted. God accepts every person who believes in Christ. It is the same way for everyone, whether they are Jews or Gentiles. All people have done wrong things. Nobody can be good and great, as God wanted them to be. But because God is very kind, he accepts us as right with himself. That is God's gift to us. Jesus Christ has paid for our sins so that we have become free. God showed that Jesus Christ died on the cross as a sacrifice for our sins. God forgives us if we trust in Jesus and the blood of his sacrifice. God did this to show clearly that he is always right and fair. In past times, God did not punish people who did wrong things. He did not punish them because he is very patient. He knew what he was going to do now, in this time. He has now shown that he is completely right and fair. He accepts people as right with himself if they believe in Jesus. So, God's punishment came to all people because of that one wrong thing that Adam did. But the one thing that Christ did makes people free. God accepts all people because of that one good thing that Christ did. Those people receive true life from God.
How Christians Should Live You have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord. So, remember that you belong to Him as you live your lives. Get your strength from Christ Himself, so that you become stronger and stronger. Continue to believe the true message that we taught you, and thank God very much for everything. Be careful that you do not believe any false teachers. The ideas that they teach may seem clever, but they really want to deceive you. They are ideas that have come from the human minds of our ancestors, or ideas that come from spirits that belong to his world. They are not the true message about Christ. The whole nature of God himself lives in Christ, in his human body. And because you are united with Christ, you are now complete. He is the one who rules over everything that has power or authority. Also, because you are united with Christ, you truly belong to God's people. No person has circumcised you to show this. It is like Christ himself has circumcised you, to show that you belong to God. It is like he has cut off your old nature which made you do bad things. When they baptized you, it was like God buried you with Christ. And God also raised you to a new life with Christ. You believed that God has great power to do that. You believed that God raised Jesus to life after he died. Because you believed, God raised you to have a new life. At one time, you were dead in your spirits, because of the wrong things that you did. God had not cut off your old nature. You did not belong to his people. But now God has caused you to become alive with Christ. He has forgiven us for all the wrong things that we have done. We are guilty of many wrong things that are against God's laws. But Christ died on the cross on our behalf. He paid the debt of our sins. It is like he has destroyed the list of all the debts that we should pay to God. On the cross, Christ took away the power of the bad spirits that have authority to rule people. He showed clearly that he himself has won against them. Now everyone can see that those bad spirits have no power. But it is really true that God raised Christ up after his death. He rose up to go to God in heaven. He was the first, so we know that believers who die will also rise up. All people die because of what one man did. That was Adam. And it is because of another man that people can rise up after death to a new life. That is Christ. As people, all of us belong to Adam's family. So all of us must die. But all people who belong to Christ will live again after death. It is like this, first of all, Christ died and then he became alive again. Then, when Christ returns, his people will live again too. After that, the end of everything will happen. Christ will win against every ruler and power and authority. He will give the kingdom to God, the Father. God will rule over everything. Christ himself must rule as king until he has won against all his enemies. The last enemy that he must destroy is death. It says in the Bible, God has put all things under his authority. Love each other because God loved us. My friends, we should all love one another. It is God who makes us able to love other people. 
Everyone who loves other people has become a child of God. That person knows God. Anyone who does not love other people does not know God. We know this because God's own nature is love. This is how God showed that he loves us, he sent his only son to come and live in the world. He did that so that we could have true life with God because we believe in Jesus. This shows what real love really is, it is not that we have loved God, but that he loved us. He loved us so much that he sent his son to save us from sin. He sent Jesus to die as a sacrifice to take the punishment for our sins. My friends, this shows how much God has loved us. So then, we should all love one another. Nobody has ever seen God. But, if we love each other, it shows that God really lives in us. Then we can love people completely, in the same way that God loves us. God has given us a new life because of Christ. We praise God, who is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is very kind to us, so that he has given us new life. This is possible because God raised Jesus Christ to new life after his death. Now, as we live, we are sure that we will receive good things from God. We wait to receive all the good things that God has prepared for us. Nobody can ever destroy those things. Nothing can spoil them. They will never become old or less beautiful. God is keeping those things in heaven for you. God is using his great power to keep you safe, because you trust him. He will continue to keep you safe until the last day, when Christ will return. Then you will know that God has saved you completely from sin and from death. Because of all this, you are very happy, even when you have troubles. For a short time now, different kinds of troubles may make you sad. The purpose of these troubles is to show whether you really trust God. When you believe in Jesus, that is more valuable even than gold. People put gold into a hot fire to see if it is really good. And even gold will come to an end one day. But if you continue to trust God in your troubles, he will be very happy. On the day when Jesus Christ returns, God will praise you. He will say that you have done well. That will be great. You have never seen Jesus, but still you love him. You do not see him now, but you believe in him. As a result, you are very happy. There are no words to describe how happy you are. You are happy now because God is saving you from sin. You believe in Jesus, and you know that God saves you because of that. The New Heaven and the New Earth Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The first heaven, and the first earth had gone away. The sea also, was not there any more. I saw God's own special city. It was coming down out of heaven from God. That is the new city which is called Jerusalem. It was very beautiful, like a woman who is wearing beautiful clothes for her marriage. She is ready to meet the man that she is going to marry. Then I heard a voice that spoke loudly from the throne. It said, God's home is now among people. God will live together with them. They will be his people. God himself will be with them and he will be their God. 
God will take away all the tears from their eyes. Nobody will ever die again. Nobody will be sad again. Nobody will ever cry. Nobody will have pain again. Everything that made people sad has now gone. That old world has completely gone away. God, who was sitting on the throne, said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, because these words are true. Everyone should believe them. He also said to me, everything is now done. I caused all things to begin and I will cause all things to end. I am the first at the beginning and I am the last at the end. If anyone is thirsty, I will give them water to drink. Nobody will have to pay anything for it. That water comes up from a spring and it causes people to have true life. Then the angel said to me, all these words are true and everyone should believe them. The Lord God gives his special message to his prophets. Now he has sent his angel to speak to his servants. The angel has shown them what must happen soon. Jesus says, listen. I will come quickly. Every person who obeys my message will be happy. That message from God is what this book describes. We have reached the end. Thank you for listening to the Bible in a nutshell. These episodes are inspired by the book First Our Bible by 2K, Denmark. We have been using the Easy English Bible Translation by Mission Assist, previously known as Wycliffe Associates UK.